2: On CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Jr. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: It's the Jr. Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night to you. Happy early Tuesday morning to you. I don't know where you're living. I don't know where you're at. I'm just glad that you're here. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next two hours. It's a four-hour show. I get started every single weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to everybody listening live on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, of which we have hundreds all across North America. Sirius XM Channel 158, shout out to all the truck drivers out there. People listening on a smart speaker, great. Me, I'm in Atlanta. Super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City. It's been a busy day, a busy night. It was a busy weekend. About 20, 30 minutes ago, Washington, the Commanders, they beat Baltimore 29-28. Yes, it's a preseason game. The Baltimore Ravens have their 24-game winning streak snapped. It's 24-game winning streak. In the preseason, they haven't lost since 2015 as they took an L to the Falcons. Uh, inconsequential, I'm sorry.
0: Can, can, you just, can you not try to be so disrespectful to them, please?
3: To, to who? The, the Ravens. Oh, okay. I'm mean, just, <laughs> just, just, just saying what's going on. Sorry. It's inconsequential because it's, <laughs> it's the preseason. That was bizarre. Yeah, just know what? what? you talking about the guy who called before the break.
2: Correct, yes.
3: Look, I mean, I don't. What, what am I supposed to say, right? You didn't say anything disrespectful. You just said that twenty-four uh, preseason game
2: winning streak was snapped. That's it.
3: Yeah, well, let's 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 get somebody riled up right now, because there's going to be someone who listens to me and is going to go, "Oh, hey, guess what, folks? The Ravens won twenty-four consecutive games in the preseason. They lost tonight." And so what am I supposed to do? The guy called me up. Like I said, the Ravens suck. The whole season is down the drain. Like, who cares, man? Does not matter. Congratulations to Sam Howell, though. He had a good uh, preseason game. The starting quarterback for Washington, 19 of 25 passes completed, uh, 188 yards, two touchdowns, so good on him. Ain't nobody making a whole a whole lot of nothing out of preseason so uh, let's see what baltimore can do in january that's what the hell i want to see i I could care less what they do in august speaking of of winners and i don't know maybe the ravens will get there this year Uh, before we went to break we talked about the buffalo bills a lot of conversations today surrounding stefan diggs and whether or not he wants to be in buffalo whether he doesn't want to be in buffalo Uh, we learned that jonathan taylor is now being allowed a trade, at least the opportunity to seek a trade uh, out of Indianapolis. We talked about that earlier on in the show. It's, it's August. Who the hell is trading a first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor? And then who the hell is giving Jonathan Taylor, you know, some type of big money deal? I, I can't imagine him going anywhere. And then we talked about some of the things that took place over the weekend. Uh, the New York Yankees, an eight-game losing streak something that they haven't done in almost 30 years. And now they're bringing up some of their top prospects in the infield and the outfield. We looked at Anthony Edwards, a great game, leading Team USA Basketball over Germany as USA Basketball is trying to compete to win the FIBA Men's World Cup, which officially gets started this upcoming weekend. We look at the Women's World Cup. Biggest news wasn't the fact that Spain beat England one nothing. It was the fact that the president of Spanish football, Luis Rubiales, uh, decided to kiss his team star player, Jennifer Hermoso, in the mouth as a congratulations. And people are like, hey, man, why are you why are you kissing that lady for? She didn't think it was a big deal. He initially didn't think it was a big deal. But then I guess he remembered he was management and that people are real touch and go about these issues at this point in time. So we've already discussed a lot tonight in regards to the show, a lot of the goings on, and then how about this? Maybe you missed it, maybe you saw it, maybe you did not. Shakari Richardson, remember her? Shakari Richardson. Earlier today in Budapest, Hungary, she came back and won herself a world Championship, her first world championship, and she did it with a world record in the one hundred meters, ten point six five seconds. This is the same Shakari Richardson, twenty three years old, uh, was on her way to the Olympics. You might recall this a couple of years ago. Uh, tested positive for marijuana after the the death of her mom, but then she just the the, the attitude. Just almost taking responsibility, but but blaming other folks. And over the past several months, over the past year, uh, she's continued to to get her way or make her way back up here to compete in the world championships. And then she says, "I'm not back. I'm I'm better." And afterwards, after winning, beating Shelly Ann Frazier out of Jamaica, Sharika Jackson of Jamaica, uh, two stars, she spoke to the media. Of course, Shakari did. And matter of fact, here yeah, let, let's go back. Let's take a take a listen to the win, courtesy of NBC. Women's 100 world final. The Jamaicans get out well. It's Sharika
2: Jackson, Ann Fraser, Price, Talu. Here comes Shakari Richardson. Shakari's done it.
3: She won. Yeah, it actually took 10 seconds. We could play the whole clip. How about that? Afterwards, she spoke to NBC. She talked about seeing that record and then seeing herself as the world champion. Listen.
4: Waiting was just nerve wracking, knowing that all of them ladies that I lined up against are heavy hitters. Everybody that came into that race put their put their best foot forward. So, but feeling like I just executed my best, not even knowing what the result was, just feeling like I executed my best was the biggest thing for myself. And seeing my name pop up also with a PR. <laughs> that was a PR for me, you guys. So yeah. it was just amazing knowing that literally I put my best race forward and I came out with the victory that we've been training for all season long.
3: Wow. She missed out on the Tokyo Olympics. Looked like she's uh, gearing up for Paris, is what it looks like. She continued on and speaking to the media, coming off her personal record. She says, hey, I, I'm, I'm here. People are going to start paying attention.
4: I don't even know what to say. It's, still, it's, still, it's surreal. I think in the morning I'll probably feel it. But it feels amazing just knowing that not only people see me as an athlete, but they see me as a person. I feel like that's my biggest thing more than anything. I want people to see that it goes beyond an athlete. You bring who you are onto the track. You bring your athlete into your life. There, there, there is no separating, honestly. So I'm glad that I can display who I really am—not, not my pain, not my, ugh, not my sadness. I'm glad to sit here and be happy with whole and just knowing that it all paid off. All right.
3: Well, everybody loves a, a good reclamation story. I certainly hope that she can continue to be on the up and up. I, I've seen some other quotes from her. Uh, it which just seems, and as as she should, I guess, as an athlete, you always have to find something to, to kind of push you over the edge. Uh, she's she's taken a little bit of a stance at times of just, you know, I'm ignoring the media or what people have to say, and a, a, as she should, because it seems that she honestly is in a better headspace, uh, with a lot of her comments and a lot of her behaviors and acknowledgement of her behaviors. But there comes a point in time where, okay, yeah, 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 have a chip on your shoulder, but. You know, the whole me against the world, it's just let's let's tone it down. A lot of it is still as a result of your own behavior. I think there's some owning up to do there as well. But good on her. It seems that she's in a much better place. And if she wasn't, damn it, she wouldn't be here. She wouldn't have won a world championship. So congratulations to Carrie Richardson. 855-212-4 CPS. That's eight five five two one two. For CBS, we got Greg from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Greg?
5: Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. Yes, and good for her. Uh, I like what you said. I think it's great, and hopefully uh, she keeps on doing what she's doing and keeps on being her. Uh, Real quick, um, uh, Stephen A. Smith talking about Stephon Diggs, and the the important point that I wanted to bring up is – Supposedly, Curry thinks he's better than Magic. I don't know if I've misconstrued that, but uh, if I did, I do apologize. But here's the thing. The legacy of the Lakers versus the Boston Celtics in the 80s, um, Steph Curry will never rival that. That's when basketball was king. Yes. um, I would say that Steph Curry is a better athlete, but when you talk about a leader... A passer and the uh, storied past of the L.A. Lakers, I don't think Curry could ever live up to that. Yes, he's the greatest three point shooter, but you're talking about a myth that he's going to have to supersede to uh, surpass uh, Magic. And uh, I just don't see it, my friend. I just, as great as Curry is, he's just got to go beyond the myth. And I don't think that's possible, just like Jordan. That's why, you know, how I love LeBron. Um, yeah. Jordan has that myth. And I think physically LeBron is more gifted physically a better athlete. But you're living up to a myth that no one will ever beat Jordan. Well,
3: let, let's, let's do this, Greg. What I'm going to do is I'm going to allow you to hear it from from Steph Curry's own mouth. He was asked by, by Gilbert Arenas on his podcast about his standing as a point guard. So I, I'm going to play that. I'm going to take some calls, and I'm going to address it. Okay, Greg, you stay tuned.
5: Thank you, my friend.
3: No doubt about it. This is uh, So you, you just heard Greg allude to it. So Steph Curry was sitting down with Gilbert Arenas, who – yeah, we know Gilbert Arenas is – well, what else is he doing? He, he got his own show and podcast. So Gilbert Arenas asked Steph Curry if Steph is the best point guard ever, and this is what Steph Curry said in response.
6: Are you the best point guard ever?
1: Yes, I have. Yes, it's me and Magic. That's the the conversation. Yeah, like it just. just, (laughs) just, (laughs) (laughs) You know, because
6: you know, know, as as we can look at stats all day, right? You know, we can look at stats and try to judge. Um, I wasn't around with Magic. Me either. I know, I know, <laughs> right? So, I, have so much
7: respect.
6: I know yeah. there's not a lot of 6'9 point guard. No one's trying to, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the 90s growing up. There was nobody trying to be a 6'9 point guard, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. just, but I, I can witness and watch every kid trying to be Curry. You know what I mean? So, it's like the influence that you really have on the game from the position as a player. I look at the stats and say, okay, Magic, then Curry. When I look at the kids and I watch AAU,
0: it's like nah yeah I mean I I, obviously I have to answer it that way but I really feel like to your point like magic's resume is ridiculous like Mm -hmm. all right so the fact that we're even having that conversation is a that's a (laughs) it's a place I never thought I'd be in but the fact that to your point of like how you grade it in the whole conversation that's why we have the conversations Mm -hmm. because it's fun
3: Uh, uh, so Let's keep in and this is the part that that gets funky when it comes down to oh no, well let's let's have a former athlete and Gilbert Arenas kind of lead this conversation because Gilbert Arenas asks him, "Hey, are you the best point guard ever?" And then it moves on into i i guess a part of his quantification for that is is his influence. I'm not thinking about Steph Curry's influence on the game. We know his influence on the game is is ridiculous. But now having said that, if we want to look at Magic Johnson's influence on the game, there's a good portion of America who probably would not even be watching the game if it weren't for what Magic Johnson and Larry Bird did in the 80s. And so if we want to talk about influence, we can take a look at Steph Curry's shooting, and now we got a bunch of idiots and grown idiots and little kids running around hitting pull-up threes or thinking that they can, that's different. But if you want to talk about being able to grow the game and lay the groundwork, I I, I don't think you can say, oh, my God, well, Steph Curry's influence, oh, so much bigger than Magic. I think that's a bunch of garbage. Now, if you strictly want to look at basketball, and this is what's difficult for me to do, I know where Steph Curry Plays on the quote-unquote positional chart. I know where he's placed on the depth chart, and I know where and why that is, is partially the case. It's because of his size. There's not a day that has walked by or gone by, especially as his career has advanced, that I've looked at Steph Curry and said, hey, that's the point guard. I look at Steph Curry, and I go, hey, that's the shooting guard, and he's playing point guard because he's the shortest dude on the court. Most of the time, Draymond Green is setting him up, running off of screens to just dish him off the ball and do what he wants to do, shooting guard. That's it. Magic Johnson, point guard. And I know the lines can get muddled right now because of positionless basketball and where somebody plays and where someone doesn't play. Magic Johnson was a point guard, man. Okay, and then to help him win a, a championship, if you even want to go further, he helped them do that as a rookie, and he had to step out of the, the point guard position and play center. And he, he didn't have to worry about ankle problems when he first came into the league. And so if we're just talking about a point guard, just just leave Magic Johnson alone. But I respect Steph Curry for his stance. What is he supposed to say? I'm not a point guard. He's supposed to confuse the world. As a competitor, as one of the greatest basketball players ever, which Steph Curry still is, what is he supposed to say? Nah, Magic Johnson's better than me. Who who, who says that? Who says that? He also is one of the most accomplished basketball players of all time. He also, not also, he is the best shooter of all time. He also is still playing basketball at a ridiculously high level, and I know Steph Curry looks like he just fell out of the womb. Steph Curry, by the time the NBA season, this one coming up, by the time it's over, Steph Curry is going to be 36 years old. Think about that. He's great, and so I'm not mad at Steph Curry for saying, "Yes, I'm I'm better. I'm a better point guard than Magic Johnson. It's me than Magic." I'm not mad at him for being competitive and saying that. Who cares what he says? He's an athlete. They say things to get them juiced and hyped up, and and all the time. But the fact is, the conversations that always surround Steph Curry as a point guard. Steph Curry's a shooting guard, man. It's what the hell he is. He ain't going out there saying, oh, I'm going to run the offense. They want that man to shoot. Steve Curry does not wake up and say, hey, I want Steph Curry passing the ball to Draymond. Hey, Steph, pass the ball to, to, to Clay if he's open. Pass the ball to somebody if they might be cutting. But we want you shooting. So, I mean, come on now. Steph Curry, I'm looking at the numbers now, took 20. Shots a game last year. Half of them were threes. And you know what? That's exactly what I want when you knock him down like he does. And he is amazing. I've seen him play. I saw him here, I don't know how many months ago, whenever the Golden State Warriors came here to Atlanta, and I watched him with that same warm up that people watch on social media. Watching him warm up is worth the price of admission by itself. But he's not a point guard. And so to even go through all of Magic Johnson's accomplishments and, and what he did, and come on now, no. no. No, 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 no. Steph Curry's not a point guard. Beginning, end of conversation. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, let just just let Magic Johnson stand alone. Steph Curry is not there. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side of the break. If you want to call me about Magic Johnson and Steph Curry, knock yourself out. If you want to talk to me about Stephon Diggs or Shakari Richardson, knock yourself out. Hey, speaking of, of a Richardson, There's another Richardson out here. Why isn't he getting more reps in the preseason? I'm going to tell you about Anthony. I'm going to get some more of your calls.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I do think you're one of the best people in radio right now, hands down. I've heard
0: everybody. You got the gift,
2: and I appreciate, you know, your intelligence and your honesty. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: I told you about Shakari Richardson winning a world championship in the 100 meter. I'm going to tell you about another Richardson. This one plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Well, I don't think he's playing enough, but we'll we'll get into that. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We've talked Stephon Diggs. Right before the break, we were asked about Steph Curry's comments, saying that he was a better point guard than Magic Johnson and Steph Curry than Magic. My simple response to that is, Steph Curry ain't no damn point guard. It ain't even really a conversation. But I'm going to get to your calls. We'll talk about Anthony Richardson. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to be missing in action for the first three games that Michigan goes out there and plays. We got more, so much more to get into. 855 Let's go ahead and talk to who's this. Carl is calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Carl?
7: Hey, hey Jr. how you doing?
3: I'm excellent. Go ahead.
7: Hey, man. Hey, hey you I know me. You know for a few times. I, uh, I love you. You okay? Show. You all right? <laughs> I I'm good. I'm
3: good. Oh, hold hey, on. A, I, I'll pick you back up in a second, Carl. I don't want you choking on the radio, man. What's he eating? Let's see, who's this here? Lou is calling from Rochester. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Lou?
1: Hey, hey, Jr. Um, Go ahead. Interesting show as usual. Listen, uh, Stefan Diggs thing is being blown out of proportion, and uh, Johnny come lately there, uh, Stephen A. Um, you know he's missed his calling. He should not be a sports commentator. He should apply with the Fox News Network and break the story legitimately and cite oh. a source, which oh. is non-existent. Uh, you had an interesting slant on it, though. <clears throat> you said that one of them is lying. And uh, I, didn't, the I didn't. I didn't say
3: that. I didn't say that, Lou. I well, said someone is. You're lying. right, but
1: it's kind of people are gleaning that, and um, <clears throat> at least some of the callers. But but if you look at the bill schedule, their first eight games, if if Diggs really has to determine whether he wants to stay or not they play the jets and the raiders first two games washington away dolphins at home jags in london giants at home patriots away and bucks at home they're likely to be 8 and 0 so
3: uh, i mean that, that that that's 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 even more aggressive than than even what i would look at if i wanted to play the win loss win 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 loss game how about I want, I one-up want you on that one? How about without even getting to the beginning of the regular season? Thinking about the preseason, he's not going anywhere, and so we can just shut the door on that one. How about that? He's not going anywhere anyway. But, but then no, no, nah, nah, but before – hold on, anime. no, stop. Before you – did you hear what I said? Yes. Before said you even anywhere. start playing the win – Loss, win, loss, win, loss game. We can save us time before we even get to September, and you can just close the door now. That's it. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Carl is here from Atlanta. Hopefully, he cleared his throat. Go ahead, Carl. Hello, Jr. Uh, yeah, now you're back. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, I'm sorry. I had a quick call.
3: Hey, look. Real quick, look.
7: Hey, we're talking about Magic Johnson. We're talking about Steph Curry, and I think y'all leaving out somebody like uh, Isaiah Thomas. But, but you know, sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. But look, I totally agree. Magic Johnson was the greatest uh, uh point guard of all time, but Steph Curry is the greatest mid guy. It's what i say is a when I say mid guy, I mean like a guy that can do both, like point guard, shooting guard, you know, in the same sense. And uh, but uh, so I mean that's that's what that's that's what I'm trying to bring up. But at the same time I do want to say one last thing man. Don't y'all forget Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was he had no other top fifty guys when he went to the ceremony. But his team really could have won three or four in a row if you look at Just go back and look at it. But I've time of man with just underrated. And people yeah. don't understand it. Yeah.
3: people to pe- People certainly always don't throw him into the mix. A lot of it has to do with his personality and his attitude and what he didn't receive or get. But the conversation more so right now is, is what Steph Curry had to say about himself and Magic. But I appreciate you bringing up, Isaiah. Thank you, Carl. Zach is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Zach.
6: Hey, JR. All how
3: facts, are no slights. How you doing tonight, man?
0: Good. Very yeah, good. Um, second time calling in, long-time listener. Actually, the first time I called in was after the draft. Last year, the uh, NFL draft, you were asking who had the best draft. I said the Jets, but how it didn't matter because
1: of Zach Wilson. Now we'll
0: see uh week after obviously you did have, they did have the best draft to get an offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And we're gonna see how it does matter week one. So I can't wait for that. Um but yeah, speaking of Steph Diggs, I mean if you look at the contract, he ain't he's not no one obviously this year it's impossible, but even next year he's gonna be thirty one, I think, and the cap hit's still crazy, so I just think, yeah, I mean, a, b- a bunch of people touched on it already. I think it's just been overblown.
3: But, uh, yeah, well, I just uh, don't don't really see that ever happen. I think he's going to retire, Bill. Okay. Thank you, Zach, for calling from Buffalo. That's that's what he said out of his own mouth a month ago. He's like, hey, this is what I want to do. 855-212-4CBS. Brian is calling from Richmond, VA. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Brian?
6: yeah what's going on my man thanks for taking my call i'll be quick um i'm not sure if you saw it you probably didn't and most people who did see it probably paid it no mind i was just talking about the appearance of uh the the new owner for washington is it john he was
3: was on the sidelines i certainly did see him yes okay well he he came he
6: came up to the booth and i'm military i can notice of small as and the smallest pink in any armor. He looked disheveled to me and he looked slightly inebriated. Um, he just looked sloppy, looked like he had just gotten out of the bed and walked up to the booth. Shirt sloppy, untucked. Then, what was it? was almost laughable, but it was uncomfortable looking. Okay, Joe Buck likes to talk with his hands a lot, Jr., okay? And Josh took that as thinking, let me reach out and shake his hand. <laughs> and Buck wasn't trying to shake his hand. He was just illustrating the game with his hands. And Harris awkwardly put out his hand towards Joe to shake his hand when that wasn't the gesture being forwarded. It just looked weird. But, again, he looked like he was slightly inebriated. He wasn't at all there. Second thing he did, no. uh, it, it, uh, showed a picture of him, and they were just trying to make light of it, not trying to embarrass him. Hey, uh, Josh, Mr. Harris, here's a picture of you as a kid with your family, and he's got on his old uh, Billy Kilmer jersey when he was five or six years old. Okay, that's, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. You're, you're a lifelong Commanders or Skins fan, And when they showed that picture of him, this is what he said. And I cringed. He said, Wow, I'm wearing the Billy Kelmer jersey. How embarrassing is that? Huh? Now we I know Billy Kimmer wasn't Joe Montana. Uh, Brian.
3: Brian. Brian Brian. Brian.
2: Brian. Oh,
7: Billy
3: Brian. Oh my God. Oh, was well, he going to spend the next five minutes crapping on the owner? Hey, Brian. Hey, are you done, Brian? Yeah, I'm here. Stop. Listen, are, are you listening to yourself? Are you? Let I me am, ask you sir. this. Are are you are you a Commanders fan? No, I'm a Steelers fan. i am just. OK, so to say, say no. Hold on a something. second. Hold on. All right. Ugh. Why do you care so much? Like, let the Commanders fans have their new owner, Brian. Come on, man. You got us Oh Yeah, he was awkward. He shook Joe Buck's hand. He looked drunk. He just, how about he looks like a dude who just spent six and a half billion dollars? Who cares? The other NFL owners had no problem bringing him in. Brian, why you care so much? No, I got to. No, I could care less about his money, because when we all go away no, from here, no, but him, I, I, yeah, okay. but you could, you, yeah, you could that, have the yeah, money today I, or tomorrow. But why do you care yeah, so much? I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't care what he spent on. Why on do team. you care so much? I'm just saying,
6: if you're an owner, my, um, you know, you gotta make
3: a better presentation. I of don't think. Again. Have you seen <laughs> Mark Zucker? Have you seen Mark Zuckerberg? Yes, have, you have, seen, have you seen Elon Musk? Have you, listened to Je- have you listened to Jerry Jones speak? Have you seen Jim Irsay? Like, what are we I, talking about? I, the guy that I he help. just replaced. You're in Richmond I, VA. You, you, you know what the hell goes on with the team. Look, man, <laughs> the guy who just, he just bought the team from was a disastrous human being. And I, been I think, for I think, 30 years I'm saying, I I yeah. think, I think we can ignore what Josh Harris looked like today and be thankful <laughs> okay. that a piece of trash human being is gone, Brian. Damn. did you see what Josh Harris looked like? Did you see him awkwardly shake the hand of Joe Buck? He looked like he was a drunk tonight? Bro. Just, yo know, man, what are we reaching for? I can actually list out to you 30 years of Daniel Snyder actually being terrible. And you're telling me how Joshua Harris could have uh, he could have looked better tonight. You want him in a three-piece? <laughs> Call up Arthur Blank. Let's get him one of Arthur Blank's suits. Come on, man. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to go put me on a suit and tie. I don't think I'm cut out for this. What am I doing? It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to your calls. We're going to get it to Jim Harbaugh. We got a lot to do.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much. I uh, really admire you and your show. You do such a good job, and these um, questions are real important. Hey, what do you say, JR man? I love what you do, and, you know, just keep doing it, bro. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, shout-outs to Michael Sweeney hitting me up on Twitter, at JR Sport Brief. Delivering that food out in Pasadena. Appreciate you. Much love. Much love to all the delivery folks. Uh, Man, I had some groceries delivered to me today. Helped save me some time and some trouble. Be safe out there. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm still, I can't remember his name. Shub, do you remember the gentleman's name? Who well, I just spoke to right before the break. I know I, he called no. from Richmond. <laughs> Bobby, was it Bobby from Richmond? I don't, I don't remember. I feel bad. It's okay. We he, hey, listen on the Free Odyssey app. Hit rewind. You can you can find out. He just he he took so much issue with what Josh Harris, the new owner of the Washington Commanders, looked like tonight at a preseason game. Where it's hot. And no, I don't I don't know the weather up in the DMV right now. I didn't look at it, but I'm sure it was humid. Hey, by the way, I'll be up in DC in a few days. But the fact is, like why do you care what this man looks like?
1: Brian in Richmond, Virginia.
3: Brian, thank you Brian for calling from Richmond. Damn, bro, what what you why are you bothering this dude so much? Like he he really had an issue, his first impression, what he looked like and he looked, Brian, he, he judged this by, by what he looked like on TV. He looked like he had too much to drink. Maybe he's just a goofy-looking fellow, man. I've never met Josh Harris in person, but I've seen him before. I, I, I know he owns the Sixers. I know he owns the Devils. I never heard none about this dude running around throwing back the bottle. Maybe he's just hot. Maybe he's outside. Maybe he's sweating. He had a polo shirt on, and he's. I said, hey, he, to me, he looks like a dude who just spent $6.5 billion for a football team. So I don't care about his I'm not asking you to care about his money. He looks like a dude who has $6.5 billion to spend and probably doesn't have a care in the world, at least not financially. Everybody got problems now. But, I mean, sheesh. That was so much. I'm like, damn. Like, they just got rid of Daniel Snyder. I hope you were as upset about Daniel Snyder as you are about what Josh Harris looked like tonight. Damn. I think he was David Stern with the address code. Man. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tyler is calling from D.C. You're on the Jr. Sport Brief Show.
0: Hey man,
3: what's going on? How are you? I'm excellent. How you feeling?
0: Hey man, I'm doing great. I just got back from FedEx field actually. Um, and you know, I got a couple things to say about Josh Harris, man. You know, this is a guy who was sitting there and he was in the rain last week in Cleveland. It was 9pm. The game got postponed and he was sitting there in the stands in the rain with his sons. I mean, sure didn't look great on the air but I can tell you it was a million degrees at FedEx Field today. So, you know, you can't really you can't blame him
3: for for what he looks like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean like what are we doing? Hey, well so you know you, you want to know who else looks like he's he's been sweating it out? Mark Cuban. Like what are we like who cares? Like come on. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> and you know like <laughs> man
0: I've lived Twenty four of my twenty six years on this earth with Daniel Snyder as owner. He could ask you know, Josh Harris could ask for my left kidney and I'd give it to him in a heartbeat, man. Like this is we're in great times here in DC.
3: Okay. Hey, well, thanks listen, for taking it, my it, call. Well, no doubt, Tyler. But like I said, better than what that other idiot did. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Tim is calling from San Jose. You're on the JRL Sport Brief Show.
7: Hey, what's going on, JR? How are you doing tonight?
3: Good. Hey,
7: I just wanted to talk about Magic uh, uh, Nig- Johnson and Steph Curry. I just think there's no comparison because, like you said, there's. Two hey, you buying cigarettes? Of, uh... No, I'm. I bought some uh, watermelon and some ranch right now.
3: At... Watermelon and ranch? No, I don't. Is this ranch is for salad and the watermelon for the water? I don't put ranch so much watermelon. No. Oh, okay. I'm, a, I, I, I'm combination. Go ahead, quick, Tim. Go ahead. But uh, yeah, I, was probably, I just feel like uh, it's just two
7: separate categories when it's comparing magic and Steph. Steph is more of a hybrid. And then uh, magic is a pure uh, point guard. And just a quick comment um, and a question. Comment is I asked last time if you could come on on Sunday nights, but yes, yeah, I said no because you do all kinds of stuff already. But seeing that, seeing that the NFL and NBA is about to start again, it would be great to have you on Sunday nights.
0: Bruh. And then also. <laughs> no.
3: Also <do> you, <laughs> no. That's do you what Mondays who, for. Well, what's your question? Was that the comment? Uh, do you choose who comes on when you're gone? Excuse me? Do
7: I do what? Do you choose who, like, hosts your show when you're
0: gone, like you're on vacation?
3: Man, well, thank you, Tim, for calling from San Jose. Enjoy. You're going to eat the watermelon, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, you enjoy that and let the wife enjoy the ranch. Man, I just show up and, and do what I'm contracted to do, which is talk. I know what time I'm contracted to talk. When I'm not here most of the time, Shep is here, and I'm very thrilled about that. Man, Shep, why is this man trying to make me work on Sunday? Yeah, does he understand you work Saturday? I don't know. Like, What do I look like? Hey, hey, just JR, work seven days a week. Why not? No days off for you.
0: I mean, you host a solo show five days a week. You host a solo show a six-day-a-week on a whole new market. It, I mean, come on, guys. Let, like, let's, be, let's be fair
5: to JR here.
3: Nah, just, just JR work every day. I don't know. How about I do – how about this? How about for one whole week, what is that? Was it? the Truman Show, shop? I believe so. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just do all shifts every day, and then they'll put a, I'll put a camera in my house. How about that? Yeah,
2: not a bad idea.
3: Yeah, like, like, like was that Jim Carrey, right?
0: Yeah, would you ever do, uh, you know, uh, I, Gelb, Gelb yeah. does what you do, too. He, he, he does a six-day, and he does, like, ten hours on Sunday.
3: Oh, see, hell no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's the NFL thing in the daytime, right?
0: You are correct, sir, yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm not
3: doing that. Nope. No sorry. trying to get me to work seven days now? You work seven days. You work eight days a week. It's the JR Sport Reshow CBS Sports Radio, reinventing the calendar.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.